I have, I'm, I'm the, the, the most blessed uh, lead elder in the whole of Josh Jen because I've got this team of awesome elders who lead this congregation with me. And um, all of them are prepared to preach every Sunday. They have something fresh from the Lord, something that they've heard from, from the Father in the week. And it's, it's a beautiful thing and it's wonderful. But it's a challenge for me because... <laughs> It's all so wonderful. And they come here on a Sunday morning and they tell me, I've got this from the Lord, I've got that from the Lord. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, that's awesome. It's, it's like a buffet, you know. Then if you've ever been to a buffet, you know, should I have some of that? I want some of that too and I don't want to miss out on that. I remember once I went to the, the uh, what's that hotel? It's the big pink one. Mount Nelson. Thank you. I went there once for something called high tea. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced something like that. It's something you probably only do once in your life um, because it's so expensive. <clears throat> uh, but um, I went there with, with Annie and with the kids, and, uh, yeah, I thought, and I saw, yo, there's every, there's, they've got Cook Sisters, they've got cheesecake, which is flavored like raspberry and cheesecake that's covered with caramel, and then they've got all these little, what are those they they two little bits and they're all sorts of different colors macarons thank you macarons um i thought i actually thought they were called macaroons but anyway i was wrong uh and (laughs) and 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 so what happened was uh, we walked in and they said and they said you can eat as much as you want of everything i was like yo that's awesome I'm going to finish that whole table. And, and then what happens is they, is they bring this multi-layered tray thing, lots of different layers with sandwiches and pies and, yo, it's, it's like sandwiches with cucumbers and stuff in them, you know? Very fancy. <laughs> And then they ask you, what do you want to drink? You know, and I was like, okay, I would like to have some Earl Grey tea. With my high tea, yeah. And they, they brought it on and yeah, it was, but you know, after about 20 minutes, I'd gotten halfway through the tray. And I started to experience a problem. <laughs> I was getting full. And I had... I had gone to the tables before they brought the, and I had gathered for myself, you know, a lot of different cakes and macarons and cook sisters and your chocolate brownies and all these things. And, And as I'm eating them, I'm thinking, I can't do this for much longer. But then there was about three plates full of different things that I hadn't tasted yet. And so I started to think, I can't put them back. So now I, I thought, okay, well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just have one bite of each. Yeah? You should have seen it. It was terrible. Terrible stewardship. But when, when I finished that day, there was a table full of food with one bite out of each. I can't even remember what my point was. But it was a nice story. The buffet 
the, the fact that you want to taste all of these wonderful things. But it's quite clear what the Lord is doing this morning, is he's calling us back to himself like little children. Do you remember what Warren shared with us about how Adam was sitting on his lap? And he's like, what, what do you want from Jesus? He just, I would just want Jesus to come and play with me. Hey, how beautiful is that? And uh, I, I went over to Warren and I said, look at the title of the preach that the Lord gave me. Become like little children. And so I thought, okay, sorry the rest of you elders. This is where the Lord is going this morning. So, Matthew chapter 18. Jesus has got his disciples and, um, and they've been walking with him for a while now. And I don't know how many of you have seen The Chosen. Have you seen The Chosen? I'm, I've watched all of it that has been released so far. And in the last episode, you've got the disciples. They all have been gathered from all over the place. And Peter, and he's strong. And um, Philip, and he's been with John the Baptist. But he's now with everyone. And he's a little bit better than everyone because he's a little bit more shaped than the other guys. And, and Matthew, who's a little bit OCD. And Jesus is ministering to the people that are sick and that need him. And the rest of them are jostling with each other. Who's going to be the leader? Do you remember the Sons of Thunder? We need a plan for the next four months. And Matthew 18 starts. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus saying... Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Why? Why, why did they ask that? I, I'm going to wait until you answer. Maybe they thought they were doing quite well. Do you think one of them thought maybe I'm the greatest? And calling to him a child, he put him in the midst of them and said, Truly I say to you, Emil, everything you hear today is going to be the truth because it's the word of God. Truly I say to you, Jesus said, Truly. Unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So Jesus said, unless you turn and become like little children. That means they weren't being like little children. You see, if I'm walking in this direction, I need to stop and I need to turn and change. 
unless we change direction. You see, they were very concerned about who was the greatest, about comparison, about um, position, about self-importance. Who's going to sit at your right and your left hand, Jesus? And Jesus said, unless you change. And it's interesting because when the Lord started to speak to me about this, I said, Lord, why are you telling me about this? Isn't it obvious? <laughs> if I asked that question. Because I thought I was going in the right direction. I thought I was fine. I thought, you know, we're trying to follow Jesus and we're trying to listen to him and we, you know, but actually I thought that somehow I, the adults, the, 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 whatever. Jesus thought, no, I want you to turn, Lucas, and become like a little child. And he said, if you don't become like a little child, you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven. But if you get it, I think I'm booming again. If you get it and you turn, you'll be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Wow. So that made me think. Now Richard's been teaching us how to read the Bible. And so I went and I read the chapter before. And I saw it doesn't really talk about children. And I, and I read on. And it spoke about, I don't want any of my little ones to be lost. And, 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 and everyone is valuable. And, other, you know, if you make one of them sin, they'll, you, like, it'll be better for you that you had a millstone tied around your neck and thrown into the sea. And I was like, I don't feel like the Lord wants to go there. And I'm like, be like a little child. Be like a little child. Be like a little child. And so I started thinking, okay, but Lord, what about a little child? And in my mind... The, the, the thing that I kept on seeing, or actually the person that I kept on seeing, is my little daughter, Layla. She's four. And she's so beautiful. She's got this curly blonde hair, these blue sparkly eyes, and she's awesome. She's full of joy. In the morning, often the first time I see her, she's skipping. And when she sees me, she says, Daddy! And she runs. And I get a little, ah, And then she's off again. And sometimes she's coming to me with a cat. Holding the cat. And she's loving it. And the cat is not. She doesn't realize you can't make the cat thinner by squeezing it. And, and every time, I, I was like, Lord, and it's so interesting because Tuesday, I started to hear the Lord about, become like a little child. And Wednesday, I was thinking about it more, and I thought, maybe I must do a word study in the Bible about what is, a, and I found this, thousands, hundreds of verses about children. There's 33 in the New Testament, little children, you know, but nothing of it was relevant. It says, you know, you must be innocent like a little child. Okay, that is relevant, but, and all I could think of was Layla. And as, as I was thinking and praying, I'm like, Lord, what, what is it about? And then he said, well, what is she like? And I started to write down. 
And it's interesting because Layla believes what I tell her. If I told her the moon is made of cheese, she would believe me. She's not skeptical. She's not doubting. She doesn't see what I say from a particular angle. Like, okay, Dad, I'll think about it. She doesn't have prejudice against anyone or against anything. She doesn't hear me and say, yes, but. She's like, yes, Daddy. She relies on me. Sometimes at night, I say, okay, kids, it's time for bed. And she comes to me and she says, Daddy, I'm tired. Come, my sweetheart. And I pick her up. And she puts her head on me and we walk up the stairs together in my arms she doesn't rely on herself she relies on me and on mummy she doesn't depend on herself she depends on me dad I'm hungry daddy can I have some water please And I think about myself, my financial planning to make sure that everything's going to be in place. But it's interesting because in the last couple of weeks there's been some challenges that I haven't known what to do about. And even last night as I was thinking about it, I could see Annie was chatting with one of our girls and my daughter's having one or two challenges with friends. And I don't know what to do. I don't know. And, and I was thinking, well, what must we do? And, and, I, and, I was, and the Lord said, who are you depending on? Like, oh, sorry, Lord. Lord Jesus, I just bring my daughters to you. And I ask you for them, for their friends. Please, will you help them? Please, will you provide for them? Please, would you let them know what to do? Please, would you protect their hearts? Please. And Lord, even I don't know what to pray, but Lord, I just give them into your hands. And he's like, that's better, my boy. You know, Layla doesn't think a lot about herself. She said, Mommy, tomorrow when I come to church, can I please wear my dinosaur onesie? You might see her at the next service in her dinosaur onesie. And mommy was like, no, Layla, those are pajamas. But mommy, why can't I sleep in them then? Because they're too hot for you, Layla. They're like a, 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 like a dressing gown. But then why can't I wear them to church? And mommy's thinking, Layla, you're going to look like a little dinosaur walking around. And Layla doesn't think about that because she doesn't think about herself. 
that much. Layla is very honest. Children cry easily. They wear their heart on their sleeve. They laugh easily. There's no filters. They don't wear masks. What you see is what you get. The other morning, uh, Saturday morning, I think it was, I had some free time. And I said, I gathered the family like I do when we have a free day, and we all sit around the kitchen table, and I said, hey guys, what would you like to do today? And everyone gets to tell me, daddy, I would like to do this, or, you know, and he doesn't say, daddy, I would like to. Generally, it's, I'd like to read my book. <laughs> and, 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 and William and Layla said to me, Daddy, can we please go to that restaurant? You know, the one with the huge tower. I'm thinking, I don't know. Uh, you know, Daddy, the one with the huge tower with the big sand dunes. Turns out they were, they were talking about the dumb haze, which has got a little wooden thing about this big with some sand. <laughs> Eventually, I think Ariana figured it out for us. I'm like, oh, yes, 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 we can go there. That, that's cool. That's fine. So off we go as a family to the dumb haze, and uh, we, we go and sit there, and we get like a cappuccino or whatever and the kids get their little juice and you know and we sat and I said can we please have a table near the tower <laughs> I just wanted to see what the waiter would do you know and he did this huh anyway so we sat there and and, and it is, it's on the sand and, and we got quite, we, we're quite a big family there's seven of us you know and so we get this big table you know, and I knew we're not going to need it well we need probably three or four seats now because Nathaniel and Ari are really old now you know they don't play in the sand in the, on the tower because they're not becoming like little children anymore now they're trying to be like adults but the others disappear gone in the tower look at me, look at me, pirate. And then there were other families there whose kids wanted to be by the little tower, by the big tower, by the sand dunes. And they were, and Layla comes up to me holding these two little girls by the hand. And they're coming with. Daddy, I want you to meet my best friends, so-and-so and so-and-so. I'm like, hi, girls. When did you meet? Now. <laughs> Children have hearts that are open to play 
to accept, to love, to make the circle wider. Adam, what would you ask Jesus to do? I would ask Jesus to play with me. Children are quick to say sorry, aren't they? William, why did you hit your sister? I'm sorry, Daddy. Do you know what? William, give your sister a huggy. Say sorry. Sorry, Layla. That's okay. I forgive you, William. That happens about 40 times a day. I can guarantee you, if I come to the end of the day and I go to Layla and I say, Layla, what did William do to you today? He played with me, Daddy. They don't hold any grudges. In Mark chapter 10, it describes probably the same event but I love the gospels because they give you a slightly different angle on everything that happened and in Mark ten thirteen it says and they were bringing children to him that he might touch them maybe it's a different event and the disciples rebuked them <laughs> just <laughs> they were bringing their children to Jesus I'm coming I'm coming with Layla to Jesus, and I'm, I'm bringing my children that he might touch them and bless them. And the disciples were rebuking them. Hey, stop it, keep away, take those noisy things out from here. But when Jesus saw it, he was indignant. That means he wasn't happy with them for stopping the little children. And he said to them, let the children come to me. Do not hinder them. For to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you. Emil, truly I say to you. Whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. And he took them in his arms and blessed them. Laying his hands on them. Those who receive the kingdom of God like a child. Not overthinking it. Just believing. Hebrews says that without faith it's impossible to please God. Because those who come to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. God exists. Jesus is God. And to receive the kingdom, we just need to believe that. We need to believe that Jesus died on the cross so that we don't have to die forever. We have to believe that the blood that he shed was the price that God paid so that we can be forever his children. And we need to receive him 
and come into his family like a little child. It's interesting in Matthew 9, there's a story of Jesus walking and it says, And Jesus passed on from there, two blind men followed him, crying aloud, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he entered the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, listen, listen to what he said. He said, do you believe that I am able to do this? I've never seen that before. Two blind men, they came to Jesus. What did they want? Their sight. That's right, isn't it? And what did Jesus ask them? Do you believe I can do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it done to you. And their eyes were opened. (laughs) Did they have to figure out how? Did they have to understand the theology of healing? No. They were like little children. When William comes to me in the morning and says, Daddy, I'm hungry. Please can I have some granola? Does he have to know how that works? Does he have to know that I worked hard to get money that goes to the bank so that I can go and shop and get granola and then bring it and have a schedule so that we shop on time so that there's granola in the cupboard with a little bit of milk so that he can... No, he knows nothing. He just comes to daddy and says, I'm hungry, please can I eat? It's the same with us and Jesus. As adults, we need to understand too much. Jesus said, come like a little child. And this is the last one. In Philippians chapter 4. Now I don't know what the verse is, but can you, can you put that bit up please for me? Uh, keep going. And again, that's the one. Philippians 4 verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. It says, don't worry. And you're going to say, Lucas, you don't need to take so long over this, but we're going to pause here. Jesus said, don't worry don't be anxious one of my favorite things about being an elder in this church is going to community I love it on Wednesday I was in community with, at Sam and Haley's home with Cynthia and Titsi and Ruth and Mishu and Melia Tanya Auntie Monica, Geraldine. It was beautiful. 
And you know, we were listening to how God is providing day by day and week by week for some of these ladies who are single parents. And it's not easy. It's difficult. But these guys really need to trust God every day. And I can tell you, their faith is much more beautiful than mine. I sat there, I could hardly speak. Sam said, Lucas, do you want to share anything? I said, I just want to, I just want to cry a little bit. I've learned so much tonight being here. Because the risk is it's so easy to think that we have to make it happen. How many of you feel the pressure? I can tell you Every Saturday, I know the Lord's going to come through on Sunday. But I can tell you, I sit there, I'm like, Lord Jesus, if you don't come through, what are we going to do? I feel the pressure. And maybe for me, it's the pressure of the church. Maybe for you, it's the pressure of your kids, or it's work, or it's, I don't know what it is, but, but there's pressure. And Jesus said, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Look what it says. It says, ask me for whatever you need. And I'll give you my peace. I read the most beautiful verse in Isaiah. Isaiah 41. For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, Fear not, I am the one who helps you. Is there a little child in here? No. Warren, you can be the little child, come. You stay there. Give me your right hand. Don't worry, little child. It is I who hold your right hand. Fear not. You get it. When I hold Layla's hand like this, often, often, I'm like, Layla, hold my hand when we're about to get onto an escalator. I can do it, Daddy. Layla, hold my hand. So she holds my hand. And she skips and misses the step. And it's like, don't worry, little Layla. I've got you. Thanks. Don't worry, little Sheikh here. I've got you in my hand. I want to say that to every one of you. Listen to Jesus this morning. Don't Worry about it. Don't worry about it, Jason. I've got you. Don't be anxious about anything. 
I don't know how to finish. Eric, is that you? Are you Eric? I don't know you very well. I feel like Jesus wants you to be like a little child again, Eric. I feel like he's saying to you, I used to walk with you like your dad so closely. And you trusted me so much. I had your whole heart. And often I would carry you. But it feels like you've wanted to be a man. It feels like you've wanted to make it happen. Maybe it's because you've been hurt. Maybe it's because even friends, the church has hurt you. And I know because my daughter has been hurt by her friends recently. And I just want to embrace her and protect her and hug her and love her. But sometimes I need to say to her, my girl, go back. Go back and be with your friends. Go back. Go back and be with them. I'm with you. I love you. But go back. I want to just protect her. And I feel like God is saying, go back. Go back to the church. Go back. I love you, Eric. I love you. I'm your father. I love you. I love you more than you can imagine, Eric. I love you. Go back. Doesn't matter if you get hurt again. They need you. I need you. Go back. Sorry, I don't mean to embarrass you. Father God, we love you. Help us to be like little children, Lord. All those things, Lord, that we've heard today, help us to change. Give us simple faith in you. In Jesus' name.